0: Hey, greetings everyone, and welcome to Making Sales Social Live. I'm Bob Woods, and with me today, as always, is the LinkedIn whisperer, Bryn Tillman. How are you doing today, Bryn? Good, Bob, how are you? I am doing great, and I am really excited about today's topic. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. Because it's something that we normally don't discuss. And there's a lot of stuff that's like literally currently going on right now with this. And we always like to talk about topical things. So that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to talk about what to share as LinkedIn content. So up until recently, the types of content uh, members have shared has largely been business oriented. If you've been on LinkedIn long enough, you definitely know that. Lately, though, some on LinkedIn have been going in a different direction towards the type of content you might see on, say, you know, Facebook. So that's led some on and off the platform to discuss whether this Facebookification of LinkedIn, and I'm glad I said that, like right the first time, because that's incredibly hard to pronounce, facebook vacation, if that's a good thing. So as you'd expect, some say yes, while others are mystified and even a little honked off by this shit. So when you toss in the influence of TikTok into the mix, which is huger and just getting bigger and bigger every day, the result has been much more varied types of content that I think it's pretty safe to say LinkedIn has never seen on its platform before. Mm. Overall, I do think there's no black or white going on here. What we have is a lot of gray. And of course, the ultimate decision on your content is up to you. With that, Bryn, we've got a little bit of a dawning task ahead of us today, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. So let's get right into it.
1: Yeah, I love this topic. And I would say uh, my answer might have been different three years ago than it is today. So I love that you started this out with, It's a little bit gray, but what I want to start with from my perspective is we need to make sure we know what our objective is. What is our goal with LinkedIn? My goal with Facebook is extremely different than my goal with LinkedIn. With Facebook, I'm connecting with my friends and my family. I want to see my granddaughter pictures. I want to see my my friends' kids' pictures, right? My goal is very, very personal. My goal on LinkedIn is to connect with professionals, very much like if I were to go to a chamber of commerce meeting, my goal is to meet lots of people where we have some professional connection. But when you think about it, when you go to these chambers of commerce meeting, you are not 100% talking about business. You are getting to know them as human beings one-on-one. And so when I sat back, you know, when we decided last week that this was going to be our title, our topic today, is I really want to think about my position on personal, professional, and really it's this hybrid. But you don't want to be an oversharer. There are so many people on LinkedIn that I believe are oversharing. It's too personal. The way I look at it is if you would not have a conversation with a networking partner, if you were out at a chamber event, or at a, you know a business card exchange. If you would not tell them the story, don't post the story. right? See, that, yeah. that's how we'll look at it. like what do we want our professional network to know about us? Now, the other thing is we don't want to be in such a personal conversation world where we may be making connections, but there's no connection to your purpose for being on LinkedIn. So my purpose for being on LinkedIn is to meet other professionals, learn from them, share some insights, build a network, and ultimately grow a business. Also found vendors that helped us grow our business, right? So this ecosystem of business where some personal is important, right? So I think when we come from that perspective, but you know, there's a saying that we live by, which is lead to your solution, not with your solution. So the mm-hmm. over-professional is very dangerous too. The yes. over-constantly pitching and sharing, you know, how we help people, that's mm-hmm. as dangerous as over-sharing personally. So I yep. think that fine line is important. And I'm going to throw in one more thing and I'll, I'm going to ask you a question. One more piece around this, Professional personal piece is have a little fun too. Like make sure your personality is coming through, even if you're not sharing like really deeply personal things. You can mm-hmm. make it personal by by letting your personality show. Video is a great way to do this. But for example, I hopped on a Zoom call for a vendor uh, the other day and. It said um, meeting starts December thirty first, nineteen seventy nine at seven p.m. Right? That has nothing to do with my business. That is not. But I thought it was funny, so I I put out a little post that said I was late for a meeting, and I got a mm-hmm. lot of engagement. Right? So it was. Yep. It was funny. It was more personal than hey, let me give you tips on social selling. And although I want to bring lots of value, there's bringing in a normal conversation connection as well but i want to ask you as we share this personal stuff and this professional stuff and this hybrid of stuff how does that affect engagement in the algorithm what are your thoughts around that
0: yes yeah, so with the algorithm um right now it's because so many people are are doing this i do think that they are discovering some kind of benefit from it. So they are getting probably more views and more likes and probably more comments. So if you're on there, you know, just, if you're on LinkedIn just for that, you know, it might be working for you. But when it comes to what we believe, uh, you know, having a goal, having a purpose to be on, specifically on LinkedIn, I think that it probably fails because you're not, you're more than likely, I should say, not meeting those goals. So if you're depending on the LinkedIn algorithm alone, To get your stuff out, you're somewhat depending on what I call magic, basically, especially because we don't really we have an idea of what the LinkedIn algorithm does. We're not really sure what the LinkedIn algorithm does. And if you want to see if you want to read a really good story that for our live listeners just came out today, go to Axios and look up Sunset of the Social Network. Even though LinkedIn isn't mentioned in this article, you can put LinkedIn right in there as as well. So it's basically all of these social platforms lessening your actual social network and just putting in more algorithm-based content into your feeds. And LinkedIn is definitely doing that to, to an extent as well. It's a really fascinating article. But anyhow, um, that's why we believe in much more targeted sharing, and of course, keeping your goals in mind there. So a lot of times, that's what we call um, getting content into the LinkedIn inbox. So, so, so via messaging. In, in other words, you can still do that algorithm stuff, and that's nice. And obviously, as Brin, Brin said, be personable while you're being professional. I'm kind of a funny guy. I like to think, anyhow. So, I'll, so even when I share that business stuff a lot of that does have my humor in it. And I'm hoping that at least a quarter of the people find it funny when I do that type of thing. And there are times when I do share maybe a little bit more personal stuff, but I always try to tie that back in to my professional goal of being on there. So in other words, I'm not sharing purely personal stuff that has nothing to do with business. Like, um, for example, my Facebook is tightly locked down. If, if you're not a friend of a friend of mine, you can't get in. That's because that's the purely personal side of me. Now, I just got over COVID like like last week and I had a little bit longer. So, so I shared about COVID and everything else and what I was going through on Facebook. I would never do that on LinkedIn. In fact, most people, If they're connected with me right now, probably go, oh, I had no idea you had COVID. There's a reason for that. Because if anything, it knocked me out of doing business for a little while. So, you know, I think that you think about that type of thing while you're sharing, keeping your personal goals in mind. And no matter what you're sharing, even if it is a little more personal, having that goal in mind, I think, can make you much more of a success on LinkedIn while you're still getting a little more personal. Because just like Bryn said, You are a person, even when you're out there personally networking, you do have your own stories, you do have your own point of view. It's not a bad thing to share those. You're not a robot, but you do have to worry about the oversharing thing.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting. I want to see kind of what the folks are saying. I skipped the great majority of personal posts. So let's think about this for a moment. We want to make sure that that personal post in some way would bring value to the reader as well, or even if the value is a giggle, but we want to make sure, right, that we're not sharing our purposes of we just want to tell everyone what we want to tell them. Make sure their content that we are sharing is something that they'd be interested in reading. Uh, This Mm -hmm. LinkedIn news says, I've stayed away from personal posts. So I have mostly stayed away from personal posts. I will say one of the three top posts I've ever made was my 10-year anniversary of breast cancer survival. It was very personal, but it was also, I talked about how that really created my vision of, of business and how I wanted to bring what I learned into the company. And so I don't do a lot of personal things but every once in a while I'll put one in I hit a milestone a few milestones along the way that I'll share that are personal but I'll always bring it back to my goal which is networking with other professionals so uh, here's another one Teresa Merrill says nope it's inappropriate and changing the dynamics of the platform so you know yep. that would have been my answer three years ago a yeah, hundred percent would have would have said, this is a professional network. Again, there are over-sharers. I overshare on Facebook. It's expected. There are over-sharers <laughs> on LinkedIn that really, I agree, changes the dynamic of the platform. And for people that are only sharing personal stuff, that changes the dynamic. But I do believe that there is a place for personal, you know, from a professional perspective... Stephen Farber. I connect better with someone on a personal note than I ever would on what their business could do for me. I've bought from people simply because they were transparent about something in their life, a.k.a. people love to see personality. People do. And, and, you know, the whole thing is people buy from people, not, you know, not from companies that's, that's a little bit of that personality coming out for sure. So Bob Sidbeck says, I find it inappropriate if your goal is to establish business relationships, are you only going to extend that to those believing as you do? Yeah. Like this is, you know, and again, you know, Bob opened this up with, you are going to choose the way you share content, the way that it makes most sense for you. I would have said, Three years ago, that 99.9% of your content needs to be business oriented, but I'm okay now. Like I'm, I'm especially post-pandemic when we were all shut down. It's not even post-pandemic, post-shutdown. Where you know we were all looking for the humanness in people. Now, when I've connected with people on a business level, I like to get to know them personally. There just Mm -hmm. really has to be a very good balance. And again, you've got to get into the, the eyes of the beholder, the content um, recipient, right? The person that's consuming what you've put out there. And is this relevant to them? Does it enlighten them? Does it teach them a lesson or give them hope or do something that's meaningful? And, you know, ultimately it's not about you and telling your story it's about connecting with other people and even asking their story right there are there are some for example there's a poll from months ago that got thousands and thousands of votes that talked about how important is your why in business and tell us in comments your why
0: Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com in.
1: Your why is the personal side of business? totally appropriate
0: but it is your business too at the same time i mean that's one of those intersections of personal and professional that, that I was talking about before that can, that I think, you know, it doesn't promote you quote unquote necessarily, but it does show the type of person that you are while you're discussing business at, at, at the same time. So that gives people additional insight, not only into your business, but, but who you are and how you conduct that. I think that those types of posts are great.
1: Yeah. I'd love to know who this LinkedIn user is. Uh, you have your settings, so we can't see your name, but since the focus I'm, Bringing creators to the platform, the feed has become so cluttered with noise and stuff that it's clickbait uh, virtual content. There is a lot of that now. Closer examination of the profiles engaging with this type of content is suspect fake profiles. I don't know about the fake profile stuff. I mean, there might be some. But here's the thing that I highly recommend, highly, highly recommend, is use the bell feature. So if you are connected to someone on their profile, you'll see a bell. Or if you follow someone, so if you don't see the bell, follow them, and then you'll see the bell. And then you can select what content goes into your notifications. It has a big difference.
0: Yeah, it's a good Um, way to get notified about the people who you want to see post actually post that's a that's a great thing that linkedin did
1: yeah so so attach your personal information to your profile my view sometimes too much personal information will make some important information disappear and unnoticed i agreed the other thing is like i think there's a level of vulnerability that's great but then there's a level of vulnerability that makes you look weak and you want to make sure like here's an example someone and this was again years ago Um, that was, you know, kind of in our circle, had a serious nervous breakdown. It was a postpartum depression breakdown, talked about it a lot on LinkedIn, and then ultimately lost a lot of the following because people lost confidence right? Mm -hmm. And so just be careful. I love vulnerability, but vulnerability to the point of that you're losing, you know, that other people's confidence in your competence can be a problem and a challenge as well. So that's great. So um, at least we could give a break from telling people to wake up before 6am and take a cold shower. Uh, We have seen enough. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think that what uh Hussam is getting into a little bit more is some people are actually trying to fashion themselves a little bit as LinkedIn influencers without, you yeah. know, being an actual influencer in the influencer program. But you know how, you know, you got TikTok influencers and Instagram mm-hmm. influencers. Mm-hmm. I do see some people on LinkedIn actually going that direction and wanting to be just come more of a business influencer. And I don't think it's working. It's obviously it's not the right make- platform. It's not the right platform for it. I would agree wholeheartedly. Sharon is next. Um, I've got it in there. Uh, I see all these videos that are funny or inspiring that have tons and views and shares on them. What about those? Um, you could do funny videos, but you can educate at the same time while you're doing those funny videos. In fact, um, you actually see that a lot more on TikTok. LinkedIn is kind of encouraging crossover between LinkedIn and yeah. TikTok because there are educators on TikTok who do videos on TikTok that I think are appropriate for LinkedIn but they're more funny, they're more engaging, they're more personal not personal but personable
1: personality
0: and personality yeah thank you that's a, that's that's even a better word for it and um you know so I think that those types of videos as long as they're bringing value so that's what you got to be ultimately concerned about is bringing yes, value
1: and so bringing value and in one way or another attracting the right people to engage because here's the thing yep. if you're using this from a business development or a social selling perspective we can like i i could put out a post and i could get hundreds or thousands of engagement from it specialists but that's not who i sell to or i could get right so part of it is am i attracting the right people that helps me get to the right goal. So this, this becomes like the challenge of, are we posting for likes and comments or are we posting for engagement from the right people? This all goes back to what's your goal? What's your objective, right? right? Yep. So if, you're, if your objective is, I want lots of likes and comments, great. If your yep. objective is, you know, I want more, um, targeted followers and engagers, then we have to make sure we're doing that. Balance yep. it. Yep. It should mostly yep. be Balance professional. Yeah. Yep. And some mild personal. I do like to see how we are the same and went through the, some of the, yes, how yeah. we're the same. And we've gone through the same thing that, that relating is what creates relationships when we can relate with other people. So that's awesome. I love that.
0: So the one thing that I wasn't sure that we were going to get into, I actually wanted someone from the audience to bring this up because I didn't want to sound preachy. No religious or political posts that crosses a line. I would agree with that. Whenever I see a political post, I click on the the three dots and I click on whatever is called hide. Hide this I just post and, and they and they ask you why you put political. Yep. I, I do not do that on LinkedIn. I do think that crosses the line as well.
1: And and plus fifty percent of your future clients believe differently than you do, and fifty percent agree. Yep. So like you the moment you do this, you isolate opportunities. And unless, you know, unless you are, you are running for office, uh, it should not be there for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, God. We have a measure of control over our posts, but not reacting. And by clicking on the three dots and saying, I don't want to see this. What are your thoughts? That's so, just what I mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, do you just still get that. the person's content. So you can be connected to someone and unfollow them. And I mm-hmm. have done that a lot. There are people I care mm-hmm. about that I'm okay, but I don't want to see their stuff because it's so personal. There is an influencer where 99.9% of her stuff is personal. Um, and it makes me nuts, but I don't want to disconnect from her. I just yeah. don't want to see the the stuff, right? Like she went viral on LinkedIn. And what city do you think I'm moving to, right? Like stuff that does, yeah, right. But what? yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. But but those are the things. But I still like she has an enormous following. People love her. But all of her content is around like stuff like that. But she gets engagement. So, again, you get to choose. I just unfollow so I don't have to see it. Doesn't mean I'm not connected to her.
0: So this is one that I've seen a little bit of, but this is interesting. So uh, this LinkedIn user says the stuff clogging the feed are stories that people are posting that aren't even about themselves. And I have seen this and it's showing in my feed because someone in my second degree, uh, first or second degree engaged with it. And they'll even credit the original person at the end of the post. I do think that this is just clickbait and just people trying trying to Not get always. people on uh, to see more. And, yeah, it's, it's – So
1: I disagree. I love that You we do? Have, okay. I totally I, yeah.
0: disagree.
1: Okay. And, and okay. that's <laughs> okay. And I love that – I love that we have
0: you respect- disagree behind closed doors too. So I mean it's not like we're completely sympathetic. No, on everything. I mean I but love I
1: love this because also <laughs> this is telling you guys you could disagree with us, you could disagree with each other, and we can still yeah, love exactly. each other. But I like not so much of what I find is so I, Bob liked this post, and if Bob liked it, I might like it, and I start to find content. Then I can reach out to Bob and say, "Hey, Bob, I really loved the the you know I in my you came up in my feed as having having liked this piece of content. I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I'd love to learn a little bit more about what you're following and who you're going. So I love seeing who liked it. The other thing is our content well, goes viral. It
0: this is this is people who are borrowing entire stories from someone else. And posting it on their feed, even though it has nothing to do with the person who's posting it. So, oh, wait, I so misunderstood. Maybe I agree a
1: hundred percent. So you mean they're copying text and pasting it?
0: They are copying, maybe not word for word, but they are copying and and, and sharing other people's stories. Now, a lot of I'm times, not sharing like, the original like this, post. No, but they're posting it as their own, but they're publishing it.
1: Okay. I agree with you a hundred percent. I agree with the LinkedIn user. I misunderstood. If you share it with your own perspective, your own text, that's great. If you are publishing it, that you copy the text and post it with just a little at the end. Oh my gosh. I was totally wrong. Bob, I a hundred percent agree with you and the LinkedIn user. (laughs)
0: So the next one, uh, like the idea that um, will, will this provide value to use ratio like 95% business and, and five personal? Yeah, definitely. I mean uh, Brent showed that shared that one purely personal funny thing about the Zoom date thing. I think as long as you do that every just once in a while, you're fine. If you' if you're doing it as a large part of your content strategy, eh, maybe not so much. Yeah,
1: I, like mine was in real time. Right, like it happened, it was funny. I wanted to share it. It wasn't personal, but it was not professional. It wasn't personal, it was like it doesn't lead to my solution, it doesn't get you to go, oh, you know, she's brilliant at LinkedIn. It was just a little fun, it It was was funny, funny. and you know, it it was it was five hours to the eighties, it was (laughs) December 31st, (laughs) 1979. I love the (laughs) 80s
0: that's funny we are both 80s kids that that's for that sure that is true so um what kinds of personal information would be okay to post now that's it yeah.
1: depends <laughs> right so it like i would you know there are people that share when they have to put their dog down and it's devastating i yeah. wouldn't do that on linkedin i wouldn't do that I would, but i would Mine. do it on facebook or,
0: yeah, I, I would do that 100%. I have, I've unfortunately had to do that on Facebook, but, um, you know, stuff like that, stuff like my COVID thing that I just said, I, I, right. I did not post that on LinkedIn, but I did post it on Facebook.
1: And go back to, if I were standing in a networking meeting, is this a conversation that I'd have? right? Is this yeah. something that I'd have with someone?
0: And that's different from person to person. You, we can't just say yes, no to everyone. You know, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a highly personal thing. Pardon the pun or whatever you want to say there. Neil asks, what do you say to people who say the personal is the professional?
1: Well, what are they selling? Like what, I yeah.
0: Yeah. Context is probably needed there. I don't think that yeah. there's a pat answer to that.
1: I mean, yeah, I think on LinkedIn, I mean... We sell us, right? You buy Bob, you buy Bryn. I mean, even though Mm -hmm. whatever it is, but you know, that we have an enormous amount of competition in a sense out there, but people work with us because they connect with us because their personalities Mm -hmm. jive. Like Bob and I have been like working together, I think probably eight years at this point, right. That we've been working together because we jive, right? Like there are personalities and there are personalities that we wouldn't. So you know you've got to find that a, a, having a little personality come out is a good way to attract the right people that will drive with you drive with you but i don't understand the personal is the professional i mean the person it's the same person but you know when i go to a chamber meeting it's very different than when i go out to sushi with my girlfriends which is very different when i go on a double date with my husband and another couple which is different than mm-hmm. when i take my daughter and my grandbaby out to lunch, right? Like there's it doesn't make me, I'm I'm not being inauthentic. I just show up differently based on yeah. the the audience I'm with. For and, example, uh, I'm gonna share this right now. I never <laughs> curse professionally. Yeah, I, I never curse, but at home, yeah. Like, right? <laughs> so does, does that make it inauthentic? No. It's just right. how I choose to show up in different places. So personal is about me. Professional is about we. Oh, I love that.
0: I love that. That's another T-shirt one. This is probably the longest. Um, it is
1: long. We're over a half hour. That
0: we've ever done. Yeah. So um, if we missed your comment, I I apologize, but I think that. Uh, the old clock on the wall is the old thing says probably is telling us that that we should go ahead and wrap this up so um first of all before i go into the standard script this was a fantastic one we loved all of the comments we try to get the comments as as much as we can this one was just a blitz of comments so again apologize if we missed yours and thanks again for joining us here on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn right now, bless you, uh, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, because we go out to all those places too. We go and do this every week so keep an eye out for our live sessions now if you're listening to us on our podcast so it's recorded in other words and you haven't subscribed already just go ahead and subscribe to us we'd appreciate it if you want more information about our podcast go to socialsaleslink.com podcast easy as pie to do and remember when you're out and about always make sure to make your sales social Excellent. Thanks you again, everybody. We really appreciate it. Thanks this you again, everything. too, Bob. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.